When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. You guys know I talk about Worldwide every single week, and that's because they're the best place you can go to get everything you could possibly need for this golf season. Apparel, accessories, training aids, and equipment. Go out there, take a look around, let them know that I sent you. Go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com today. We are also brought to you by our friends over at Cleveland, Srixon, Zexio, and A6 Golf. Been playing their equipment for quite a while now, and I still love everything about it. Uh, golf game is uh, coming around a little bit. You know, I've been struggling a little bit, as you guys know. But hey, the best thing is I've got the best equipment in the game with Cleveland, Srixon, Zexio, and A6. Be sure to check them out today. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. This is the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. You can reach me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, all those places, at Golf Unfiltered. Send me an email. Adam at GolfUnfiltered.com. You know who this is. I, I kind of mixed up the intro there a little bit, but that's okay. You know who I am. Go up to GolfUnfiltered.com. Read everything that we got going on over there, including some new equipment reviews that we've just put up. And you probably already noticed that I'm uh, putting a few more opinion articles out there, which I think is something that is really getting back to uh, when we first started Golf Unfiltered. Uh, you know, that's something that I did a little bit more regularly. And there's just so much stuff to talk about these days. So you'll be seeing me do that a little bit more in addition to uh, some additional solo podcasts. I think it just offers a good mix. Uh, but today we are back with an interview. We are back with uh, Mr. Chris Kosky. I teased that in the last episode last week. And he is the uh, vice president of sales and marketing over at Adele Golf. And he's going to talk to us about just some incredible new wedges that they've just released for 2021. I've had the chance to uh, to try one out for a little while now. There is just so much going on with this wedge in a good way that we're, I'm not going to spoil anything from the start. You're going to want to listen to this entire interview uh, with Chris, and he goes into some, some pretty deep detail as far as what they have got uh, going on in the new design here. Before we get to the interview, though, I just want to remind everyone of secondcitygolf.com. It's the collective that myself, uh, Bill Bush, over at drivingrangeheroes.com, and Chris McEwen have put together, uh, Chris, of course, being the host of the Golf Origin Stories podcast, as well as the co-host over at uh, That Range Life, a show sometimes about golf that he shares with uh, Bill Bush. And go out to secondcitygolf.com and you can take a look at everything that we have to offer. If you're a brand looking to uh, get the word out on a few things, or if you just want to take a look at some ridiculous merchandise that we have put out there, we have a lot of fun with that store. And it's for all three of our brands. Uh, including here on Golf Unfiltered. So if you hear me say something ridiculous on either this podcast or the Big Time Golf Guys podcast, which I co-host with Bill Bush, chances are there's going to be a shirt up pretty soon. So I uh, got a lot of good feedback so far as far as the uh, the options that we have. So we have Chris Kosky once again here from Adele Golf. Hope you enjoy this conversation. 
All right, everyone. Welcome back, and hello to all our fans over in YouTube land. Joining me today, as I said in the intro, is Mr. Chris Koski. He is the VP of Sales and Marketing over at Edel Golf. Chris, it's nice to uh, speak with you again. Oh, nice to be on, and always good to talk to you. So we've got a lot of just exciting stuff to talk about. I've been uh, playing around with the uh, the new Edel wedges, but before we get there, because yeah. there's a lot to talk about there, for <laughs> folks who might not know the name of Chris Koski, why don't you let us know a little bit about what you do over at Edel? Yeah, so uh, a little bit of everything I'd say, and I think that's just typical of uh, a small company, but uh, I came on board in September to to lead sales and marketing and uh, just help grow the company. And, and, you know, traditionally the company hasn't done a lot of marketing. Um, of course, I've got a, a fairly extensive background there. So just bring my skills to the table and, and, and help grow the company. It's been It's been a lot of fun so far. That's awesome. And and the company itself is gaining a lot of notoriety for a lot of good reasons. I mean, obviously Edel's known for a lot of lot of good things, including putters that, you know, obviously the the single length irons, wedges, among all things. Do you have a favorite section of what you guys do? I've always wanted to uh, ask someone that. Yeah. Or is it like know, a children I, thing? <laughs> I've been a putter guy, I mean, almost my whole career. Uh, and so I, I naturally lean that way, but uh, our new wedges are just so ridiculously good that uh, my affinity is, is switching quickly right now. <laughs> yeah, and I don't blame you at all. I mean, these wedges are absolutely incredible. And so let's dive into it. I mean, you and I spoke, uh, oh, I don't know, probably a month and a half ago now. Time yep. is just kind of melding together. Yeah. Uh, and you gave me a little bit of a preview of the wedges. I have the chance to, you know, try one out. And holy cow, dude. Like these are just absolutely insane and uh, innovation doesn't even do it justice. I mean, why don't you tell us a little bit, like what's the headline about these new wedges? Well, it's so funny that you mentioned innovation because it's become this semi-generic term uh, in the golf industry. And, you know, of course I grew up uh, at Callaway and spent a lot of time there, you know, 11 years uh, working for them. And there was always this, this kind of mantra that was chased and it was something that Mr. Callaway put in place, Harvard business review, uh, um, did some case studies on it and it was always called DSPD and it meant demonstrably superior and pleasingly different. And I, in the wedge category, demonstrably superior has always been so hard to chase after, um, unless you were kind of the elite of the elite, cause you were looking at grind changes, um, you know, different shapes that, you know, people thought maybe like a high toe would be great for everybody. But if you look at our wedges and how they perform with weight in different places, you'll learn that maybe that wasn't for everybody. Uh, and so for the first time to see a wedge, that's truly demonstrably superior because of the adjustability it has just, just makes it amazing and, and fun. And so uh, for those of you that don't know the story behind it, uh, we've got three interchangeable weights uh, on the back of the wedge, uh, two two grams and one eight gram. And the eight grammar uh, is, is kind of our flux capacitor. And you can move that thing around from heel to the center to the toe. Uh, and depending on your swing, you can dial in the wedge for your swing. So it's not only the most fittable wedge uh, because of you know the robust fitting system that we have and the aspect of being able to change the head, but um, 
I mean, you can really take it out and and really address it to your game. Uh, if you have a flop shot uh, that you like mm. to play with your highest lofted club, then you know maybe put that toe, the the heavyweight out in the toe, and it'll just create a layback force and this kind of steering force that's going to keep that face open longer through impact. So it just gives you the ability to kind of finesse whatever shot you want out of your wedges. And it's just it, the feedback we've been getting is unreal. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's really, as we know, the main point of wedges where you can do so many different things with a well-fit wedge. And and to go back a little bit to something that you mentioned, because even when we talked about the preview a little bit, the fact that these wedges are fit to your swing, I mean, you guys take this to another level. It's it's the weighting that you just described. And in your early feedback, because you work with tour pros, you've worked mm-hmm. with some really good players and, and average players. Yeah. What's some of the feedback you get right now where that weight lands per player. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of mind-blowing um, and seeing the differences because it's not like, oh, good players put it in one position and bad players put it in the other. It's really swing-dependent. And so, you know, David has has built a lot of his knowledge and fitting around biomechanics and working with his good friend, Mike Adams. Uh, and... And we, we worked with a guy named Mike Duffy, who's a biomechanist at Penn State, in order to try and figure out what are the correlations that we're seeing in the test numbers. And, and so what we're seeing is, for the most part, and it's not a hard and fast rule, but let's call it 9 out of 10, is if you're a steeper golfer with a weaker grip, you may want that heavy weight in the heel to help you close the face a little bit. And if you're more of a, a sweeper or picker of the ball, uh, with a strong grip, then you move it out to the toe. Uh, Heath Slocum was in the the other day, mm-hmm. and and he was just kind of sitting around with David and watching another good player get fit and saw the guy, I think he increased his ball speed like five miles per hour on a 75-yard shot um, just by changing the weight. Wow. It, it just moved his it, it moved the impact of the center of the face, and all of a sudden he started catching things flush and spinning it more, and the launch angle went down. And Heath looks at David and is like, what in the world just happened? Like, <laughs> like this shouldn't happen. Um, <laughs> and then another one, I was down at the yeah. office and uh, NG Chun was in, you know, two-time LPGA major winner. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I say robot hitting wedges, I mean, she is just dead <laughs> straight every single time. It, it was so cool to watch. Um, and when she's offline, it's like a yard or two. And then when you switch the weight from center to heel, we see a 10% increase in backspin. Uh, and it was like a half yard further to the left, which was like perfect for her. I mean, so, you know, for some people it's massive differences, but for some it's really kind of, you know, aim small, miss small, just fine tuning, you know, the, the tools of their trade. And, uh, it's just been cool to watch people who have been hitting golf clubs and have been fit to the nth degree their entire lives uh, have an eye-opening moment because that doesn't happen very often. I would agree with that. And uh, as somebody who has tried many different types of wedges over the years, I mean, this is the first time, and I mean this sincerely, this is the first time that I actually felt I had complete control over the performance of this golf club. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, uh, I, I took it out to the course the other day just to kind of play around with it because finally we got some decent weather here in Chicagoland where I can actually go out and do that. And 
just uh, tinkering like where the normal golfer wouldn't do this but i was moving the weight around i was just kind of seeing things i had my little uh, ball launch monitor there and everything you just mentioned that those pros saw i noticed differences as well it's it's incredible just a small change like that uh, how much that could change your game yeah i mean it the success stories for us are starting to pile in like emails and social people are like oh this is the best wedge i've ever hit but um the other day at a, a club here in in colorado uh we had a little demo day or a fitting day if you will where david was up here and in in the two days that we had it we sold 40 wedges um which you, that, that doesn't happen at demo days right like right no matter no. how many appointments you have 40 wedges is just crazy um and so i'm getting yeah. texts as it's going and he's just like yeah yeah, we just hit 40. I'm like, you're kidding me. Um, so, you know, wow. when, and that's without any kind of, you know, diagnostic equipment, you know, people feel it and see it on the range immediately. Um, you know, it, if you're going through the full fit, having diagnostic equipment like a, a TrackMan, a flight scope, whatever it be, um, will obviously improve that experience. But, but man, it's just so visible right away. It's cool. It really is. And you can feel it in your hands. You can feel it, you know, through the shot, depending. So I, I actually got the best performance for my uh, for the wedge that I was trying uh, with the weight towards the heel. And mm -hmm. it was something that I wasn't expecting. And uh, I've got the T grind and I kind of want to, you know, transition a little bit into the different types of options of grinds and, and whatnot that you have available because you have many. But mm -hmm. it's that little element that, you know, you normally wouldn't even think about until it's an option for you to change. And now I've got that thing there and now, you know, listeners and viewers are going to get, get on me for this, but I've not been fit for them just yet. But based on my, my amateur capabilities there, Chris, I was able to mm -hmm. figure something out that worked a lot for me. Yeah. It's um, like I said, it, it, it's just fun to be able to play with clubs. If you're a club geek and you know, you've, you've never been able to play around with a wedge before outside of like putting it on a grinding wheel in your garage, maybe, um, <laughs> you know, you've got the chance for the first time here, you know, and it's, it's funny as, as we launched it, you know, I always, you know, I've, I've been in every forum. I, I read just about everything on social media about what people are saying about the products that I've launched in, the, in my career. And, um, and a lot of people are like, Oh, well, a lot of clubs have weights. I'm like, yeah, a lot of clubs have weights for like swing weight purposes and things like that. But to have an adjustable right. weighted wedge um, is is just really cool to see. And, you know, we, we kind of stumbled upon it a little bit. Um, it just didn't in, in trial and error and trying to move CG around. And, and what we found is even with this eight gram weight moving, we are barely moving CG. It might be the width of a groove that we're moving it. Mm -hmm. um, but the one thing, and, and I think that's why a lot of golf companies haven't done it yet, because in an engineering setting, when you're designing from collision backwards, uh, which is the way a lot of major mm -hmm. OEMs design golf clubs, um, you, you're looking at CG and saying, no, that can't possibly move that. But in reality, it's creating this steering force in the swing that's, that's actually changing the delivery of the golf club. And, you know, I think David with, mm -hmm. you know, 25 year PGA member, uh, really started as an instructor uh, and then kind of as an inventor, having those two things meld. We always like to say that we design golf clubs from the player backwards instead of from the golf club forwards, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, so it, it, 
it cool does make sense in those those technologies. You know, and it's funny, just a little intricacy like that it feels like it makes a world of difference. You know, it's it's a very customer based model from mm-hmm. my understanding of what you're explaining. Yeah. And and I'd say almost to a fault in the history of the company. And and I always I always like to tell David, I was like, you did a lot of this the hard way. And he's he's always had this mantra of Hey, we're going to make golfers better. You know, we're, we're not in this just to make money. We want to make people better players. And, and he doesn't want any outliers. Uh, and, and we talk mm-hmm. about no outliers as, as kind of this, this North star for us is that if we've got enough fitting options and enough options from a skew standpoint uh, to eliminate all the outliers, then, then we're doing our jobs. Um, now, Right. Bringing that to market and commercializing that and being successful uh, is, is a lot more difficult. And so, you know, those are the things that we're trying to iron out as we move forward. But, uh, you know, if, if we can fit everybody into our clubs, we're, we're going to be happy at the end of the day. I, I would say that's a pretty good goal there. So <laughs> uh, let's transition a little bit to the, the different types of grinds that you have available, because there are a lot of different options here. Uh, four different grinds. Am I correct yep. on that? That's, yep, that's right. Um, and know, so, uh, maybe, maybe talk to us a little bit about, you know, what grind, cause it, it basically based on shallowness or steepness of swing. Yeah. For the most part, uh, there, there's also a, a utility aspect that I think gets overlooked in, in fittings as well. So, you know, one of the ways that we're able to capture that a little bit more in our fitting system that, that we send out to our partners uh, we've got 12 interchangeable heads and 16 shafts. And, and most people would be like, that is absolutely crazy. Um, so in 50, 54, and 58, each come in four grinds. Uh, they come in what we call the D, uh, the V, the T, and the C. So just to talk a little bit about each one, C is your kind of standard camber grind. Uh, big heel relief, big toe relief. Uh, it gives you the ability to open up the club quite a bit. Uh, and, and just have some versatility. Uh, so a lot of people would like that in their highest lofted clubs, uh, but really kind of anywhere out, anywhere through the bag. Um, I think the thing that's a little bit unique about all of our wedges and all of our grinds is that we do have a little bit wider soles. Uh, it, it's funny. Uh, Roger Cleveland was telling me one time, uh, and he, he loved to use this, uh, but he said the one thing or the two things that people need more in life are religion and bounce on their wedge. Uh, and he, he used to say it constantly. Uh, and, and so now I'm looking at all these wedges and, uh, that we've got, and they got a little wider soles and, and, you know, a little bit more bounce to them. And, and I, I always just think about that line from Roger, but, um, the next grind down from the C grind is the T grind. It's a, a, a triple sole. So, um, you know, kind of some relief on the leading edge. Uh, I'd say it's probably the most versatile overall, uh, of all the grinds. Uh, you can open it up, uh, you can be a little steep into it. You can be a picker of it, probably kind of, I'd say our all purpose grind, uh, down from there, the V grind, a little bit of a wider sole, great for diggers, great for full shots. What we've seen a lot of people doing is maybe doing a T or a C in their high loss, and then doing a, a V in their mm-hmm. 48, 50, 54, uh, somewhere down in that range. If they tend to hit fuller shots with it, the V is a, just a phenomenal wedge there. Uh, and then the D, 
which is the dual sole. Um, other companies have it called like a U grind where it's got that little dip. So you've got your mm-hmm. initial bounce and your secondary bounce to really help you get through the ground. Uh, that would be, you know, obviously named for diggers of the ball. Um, you know, people joke a little bit when right. you see like the massive pelt divots, it looks like an excavator came through the driving range. Uh, you know, just hand them the D grind and let them go at it. Um, and probably some truth to that. Yeah. I mean, you can get away with a lot with that wedge, just kind of stick it in the ground and go. So, um, you can play that up, you know, yeah, there's a lot of good options there. Yeah. I'm different turf conditions as well. Like, uh, you know, it, I live in the Denver area with the amount of rain we've been getting recently. I could probably use something a little bit more in that vein. Um, but, you know, <laughs> so many elements to the grind and how it interacts with the turf. Yeah. And I think a big part of it is just kind of experimenting maybe a little bit. Again, go get fit, everyone, and mm-hmm. certainly go out to AdeleGolf.com and you can learn about not only how they can help you with that that experience, but also you can view their entire catalog of what they have to offer. Uh, an additional feature that I think has remained somewhat consistent, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, is the actual right. face. It's, yeah. uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty unique uh, spin on that, too. Yeah, uh, you know, we've got elongated grooves out uh, covering nearly the entire face, and it's been a signature uh, for Adele, you know, for the last nine, ten years, you know, since the original hand ground wedges launched. And uh, we've seen a lot of companies, uh, whether they're following or or just bringing it to market as well, uh, go that route. Um, You know, you go into uh, any a retail shop or fitter nowadays, and you're going to see probably 40, 50% of the wedges are going to have full face grooves now. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's something that the team, uh, you know, Neil and, and David are, are really proud of, of leading and doing things a little different and out of the box. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's funny. I, in my past life, I had had some wedges made that never made it to market that way. Um, and I was playing in a charity tournament in LA at 102 yards out. And I'll never forget this shot because the caddy looked at me like, hit that flush. Uh, I, I didn't hit it flush at all. I hit it <laughs> far off the toe. Um, I hit it to about a foot. And you know, I, I just picked up the wedge, handed it to the caddy, and I said, look at that ball mark. And it was so far out of the toe. It would have missed every conventional wedge's grooves. Um, but having grooves out there stopped it. Um, and so, you know, when I had done research in the past and, and when I talk to people about it now, you know, if, if you got that little downhill chip that you're trying to deaden off the toe, uh, you can do that and get a little spin on it still. And so, you know, it just, it just gives you the ability to hit more shots and, and, and that's what it's all about. It's just, you know, Neil likes to call it, Neil's our head of R and D, Neil Oster. Uh, he always just likes to say, it's just a pure mm. shot maker's wedge. And if you want to be a shot maker, that's what you got to play. He's got a, a cool matter of fact way about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think, well, at least in my experience, I, I totally relate with what you're saying. I mean, not calling myself a shot maker by any means and people <laughs> who have played with me know that's not the case. Um, but the fact is that you have so much versatility around the greens, regardless of whatever type of shot you want to play. And if there's ever a club that needs to really be your utility club, I mean, a lot of people mm-hmm. talk about the thing people hit off the tee. I would say it's the wedge and this wedge is definitely in that category. Yeah. I mean, just 
so many different locations that you're trying to either escape from or, or even if you don't have to do that and you're a good player and you're down the middle um you know it just it just gives you the ability to to kind of fine-tune your your weapons really mm-hmm. yeah and that's and that's a perfect thing a perfect way to describe it you know these things can be dangerous i mean if you're going to go out and they call them scoring clubs for a reason, folks. And so go out AdeleGolf.com. Take a look at the Adele wedges for 2021. Everything that Chris has just been explaining to us today, uh, I can tell you firsthand, I've experienced the same thing. It is absolutely incredible. It's one of the most innovative things. I know that's a term that gets thrown around a lot, <laughs> but it really is one of the most innovative uh, things that I've seen in wedge design in a very long time. Uh, Chris, you know, before we let you go here, I like to ask this question to all my guests who talk about a new product. What excites you the most about it? And what's something, it's kind of a two-parter, and what's something that people really need to pay close attention to? Um, in, in regards to the wedge? or Yes, well, yeah, absolutely. What, what do people really, when they take a look at this, what do they need to pay the closest attention to in your mind? Well, I, I think with, with any product, uh, I think you got to pay attention to feel. And the way things feel is, is hard to R and D. It's such a subjective thing. Uh, I've spent years and years of my career trying to explain feel to people and, and have people explain feel to me. Um, And I'll never forget conversations with Phil Mickelson where he swore a black painted insert was firmer than a white painted insert in a putter. Um, and, and hmm. we, we can do shore D testing and, and know exactly how hard and how soft these things are. Um, but for whatever reason, there was a perception there of feel. And so, you know, when we, when we launch a new forged wedge and you, you have the ability to move the weight around, not only do you feel it when you first pick it up and waggle it, um, you have the ability to feel it a lot in the transition of your swing. Um, some people, when the weight is in the incorrect position, it's almost like a gag effect. As soon as you start your transition, it's like, oh, that's not good. Um, and then when you get it in the right position, it feels like it just slots and everything is just working harmoniously. And then lastly, because it mm-hmm. did slot to your kind of natural swing for your body, you're hitting it more flush. And so you're getting that feel at impact uh, that, that is priceless. It's, it's the feel that keeps us all coming back when you hit that, that shot, you know, right in the center and it's flush. Um, yep. you know, that's, that's an amazing feeling for golfers. And so, um, yeah, really, really all aspects of the feel of the club and being, being able to watch people is, is my favorite part of launching any product is watching people interact with it. And, and when people, feel those differences and that comes to reality when perception comes to reality for them it's it, not only is it rewarding but uh it, it's just cool it's just fun to see yeah yeah i i totally hear you and and you described that very well that feeling that always brings us back that's 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 the truth right there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Chris Koski, he's over at uh, Edel Golf. He's the VP of Sales and Marketing. Go out to EdelGolf.com right now. As soon as you're done listening to this, go out there and take a look at everything they have to offer, including this incredible new wedge for 2021. Chris, thanks so much for coming on. We will have you back on 
here momentarily. And uh, we'll be sure to uh, get some uh, get some additional feedback from everything that you're experiencing with this new wedge. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to share the stories. And uh, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm happy to come back on anytime. It was great. 